0: Welcome back, everybody. Mike D and Carly B with the Hunting Truce, week two. We're gonna talk about deer hunting again. Um, there's Carly's had a lot of questions from uh, females in the industry about, you know, how do I get into it? Um, what weapon do I use? A lot of questions. So,
1: yeah, I was just recently doing a women's pheasant hunt, and then actually one of my buddies too, who is trying to get into deer hunting. He's a veteran and doesn't really know how to get into it. So across the board, people who are trying to get into deer hunting, their big question is, want to get into it, what the heck do I use? Um, right off the rip, want to talk about kind of the difference between bow hunting and gun hunting for beginners. Um, so kind of what would you say is the the big deciding factor between those two?
0: Um, when it comes to archery, My personal opinion is there's a lot of opinions out there, but my personal opinion is um, when you're new and when you're getting involved, you want to make sure that you're successful or if you're helping somebody get involved, they're successful. So as much as a lot of guys don't like these crossbows, I think a crossbow is a great way to get into the industry be successful make an ethical clean shot you know if you don't have the skill set or mentorship um to have shot a compound bow and and to get into that whole world of archery which is awesome um i think getting a compound bow, um just a good entry level nothing too expensive and you know being able to practice with that and go out and make an ethical shot out to you know 40 50 yards yeah. You know, I shouldn't say fifty, up to about forty yards, probably.
1: Yeah, would be well, a know, good start. Last year was my first year that I was my first bow kill. I used a compound, and I was pulling fifty pounds, and I was only really comfortable at to thirty, thirty-five. Okay. And I got a mule deer out in Nebraska, and that was I told myself if a deer presents itself, big or small, I wasn't there for size. It was my first bow kill, and if he was about thirty yards away, it was where I was be comfortable. That I was going to kill that deer. Um. That's where I was comfortable, you know, and and that's what ended up happening. Yeah. I was incredibly pumped about it. Yeah. I, I ended up facetiming you from yeah. the field. Remember, it was bad. It was um, badass. But that's where I was comfortable. So when I was kind of when you're comparing those, I had shot a, a deer in Michigan um, a couple years before that with a thirty-eight six rifle, and I shot that at. Uh, Think one hundred and twenty yards, okay. so I just had a lot more wiggle room. You yeah. know what I mean. So if that deer was just coming in, I could I could get out a lot further with the yeah. rifle. Versus if that deer didn't come within thirty yards of mm-hmm. me in Nebraska with my bow, I just you know I wasn't going to take a, a unethical shot. That I get I, it. That I wasn't confident with And cause...
0: you and you had a little mentorship too, you know, to get into a compound bow, and mm-hmm. then you had your dad a little bit for the rifle and, yeah. and things like that. So I, I think I think a crossbow to get started. Yeah. Um, nowadays just about all crossbows. I mean, it's, it's almost like shooting a gun. I mean, it it makes it real simple. It makes it easy. You know, the entry is really easy with them Yeah, to get into the game.
1: Now, as far as I think, uh, the recovering a deer that you are shooting with a bow versus recovering a deer that you shoot with a rifle. I mean, I think you had said shot placement plays a big factor. Yeah.
0: Shot placement. Um, i personally shot deer that went 30 yards with a bow um, and shot deer with a gun um, that I felt like was just as good a shot and they went a hundred yards. It just, you know, I don't, I don't know if it was the wound channel was a little different or what, but um, a lot of it's shot placement, how far they go, you know. they can run a shorter distance shooting with a bow than with a gun, you know, vice versa. Sometimes you shoot them with a gun, they drop right in place. There's no tracking, which is, which is nice. You know, whatever's the cleanest, most ethical, humane way I I think is the best.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. So if someone, if, so if we're going to talk about rifles really quick, then if someone's trying to get into it, then what is a, what is a gun or two maybe that you would recommend for someone getting into it. Right. They don't know if they're like the most diehard deer hunter that's ever walked the earth yet. So they're looking for something that's going to last them maybe, you know, a few years. It's not going to break the bank because they're not sure that they love it yet. Um, you know, but it's going to function. It's not something that they have to worry about. Um, you know a ton of maintenance they have it's not the most complicated thing in the Mm -hmm. world what's a good gun for them to go out and find
0: so i'm going to speak specifically to michigan because i think when you start getting into other states there's there's other answers right um and there's more answers than what i'm going to give for michigan but in michigan you know you got your 450 bushmaster um you have uh for years guys have got the 870 express you know Remington, they use that for years. Okay. Um, that's a good all-around gun. You can shoot ducks, you can shoot geese, you can shoot turkeys, you can shoot deer. Um, but, you know, I think that 450 throughout the state is good if... If you're gonna go what they call rifle hunting for deer, uh-huh. because there is a shotgun zone and then there's a rifle zone, and that 450 is good for for either, right? Okay. Um, whereas a slug gun, you get up in the the woods in northern Michigan, it's not gonna have the range that that 450. Not that that 450 has a lot of range, but you know you can shoot out to 300 if you have it sighted in properly and and do the right things.
1: Okay, so tell me about the 450. What are, like, the the main features on it, I guess?
0: It's just simple. It's, you know, like the Ruger 450 specifically, it's a bolt action. It's easy to load. It's easy to unload. There's a small clip, holds a few rounds, you know. It's inherently a very accurate round, and, you know, you're going to hit where you aim with it when it's sighted in.
1: Okay. And typically, like, what's the range of that gun? Like, how far can that shoot?
0: Um, You can shoot, you know, I got what's called a game breaker. You can shoot out to 500 yards with it. But, you know, that's typical right out of the box. You go in, you buy a Ruger at any gun store. That's just as typical. It's not a plug. It's just a typical 450. Um, 100 to 200 yards, very easily, you can shoot out. Okay. No problem.
1: Okay. So, that anyone hunting in michigan is going to be successful i mean yeah it's absolutely going to be it's that. going to set them
0: up for yeah. success okay and i mean my 10 year old boy used it and and shot some deer last year so it's not going to kick you super hard maybe you're you know it's something that your wife can use um you know if you want to talk more about what gun to get your you know kids and wife into that's a whole nother conversation
1: yeah okay is it some is it something that comes with a scope or you need to get a scope with it yeah
0: you you need to get a scope um on any type of deer rifle or shotgun, my opinion is is that you need a scope. You want to be as accurate as possible so you can make make the most humane shot as possible. So I would get a scope no matter what I got. Okay. I mean, you could go old school and get a 12 gauge, and but, you know, you're not going to want to shoot more than probably 60, 70, 80 yards. Some guys are good out to 100 yards, you know, iron sights. Yeah. But for a new hunter, yeah, you need to get a scope, you know, have wherever you buy it. Whether it be, you know, here around us, it's, you know, whether you, you go to the gun shop down the road or you wherever you go, you know, getting it bore sighted, having them help you get the initial, you know, mounting of the scope, get everything in place. So then all you got to do is sight it in, mm-hmm. or, you know, get it as far as you can. Some places you can actually pay and they'll sight it in for you with with the box of rounds.
1: Okay.
0: Because the type of ammo you pick out will change the, you know, where it's sighted in at
1: okay so like let's so... say there's
0: different grains of bullets right so on a rifle round it's 150 grain or 180 grain your 150 grain is going to shoot different than your 180 grain I don't want to make it too complicated but
1: well I guess okay so for me my dad helps me with a lot of this stuff so I I wouldn't say that I've had to experience this so yeah um let's walk through the scenario for okay. someone who might be listening that yeah. is has to do this independently because I am blessed that my dad has Firearms that he lets me use and different things like that. So I I, I have a leg up in that department. Um, so for someone who is is trying to get into it. So I'm walking in to the gun store. Yeah. <laughs> I want to shoot a deer. I heard on this badass podcast. That I need a Ruger 450. Okay. Here you go. What do I do now? <laughs> I need some ammo. Yeah. Right. All right. So what do I need to know to get the right ammo to use in that gun?
0: There, there's only a couple couple choices, but what I would do is wherever you buy that gun, ask what they recommend as the scope, ask what they recommend as a good round for the gun that you're purchasing, and, and let them experienced guys behind the counter or gals behind the counter um, point you in the right direction of what you need to be purchasing and okay. the road you need to go down. And then once they suggest, let's say, let's say you're buying a 450 Ruger, and they want to put a, you know the leopold scope with the turret you know and, and they they want to teach you all them little things um let them set it up for you let them sight it in for you pay that extra 100 150 bucks you know maybe 200 bucks to get it all to get all ready to go so when you go out there you're successful and okay. it's fun
1: so they'll actually put the scope on for you
0: correct you can pay to get the scope mounted and for it to be bore sighted and some places will actually sight the gun in with the ammo So what for do you. you
1: mean by bore sighted
0: just get the initial, um, get it close <laughs> at twenty-five to fifty yards. Okay. They're they're getting that close.
1: Okay. Which means like the sight.
0: Yep. Like... They're getting the sight in line with. A lot of times they'll shoot a laser right down the bore. Okay. And and they're just they're getting it close until you shoot some rounds and you get it sighted in.
1: Okay. And then that's actually when you're gonna buy a box of ammo from them and they're gonna shoot the rounds through it mm-hmm. and actually get it physically sighted in where it's gonna be yeah. dead on at whatever distance you tell them, Yeah.
0: correct? Okay. Yep. They'll, they'll recommend, I mean, if you get talking to whoever you're buying the, the gun from, they're gonna talk to you um, and give you suggestions about, you know, you need to sight it in at 100 yards or you need to sight it in at 200 yards. Yeah. And then once you get your gun, You get it sighted in, shoot it at 50 yards, shoot it at 100 yards, shoot it at 150 yards and understand where that gun shoots and get comfortable with it. Yeah. Because the more you shoot it, the more you get comfortable, the more successful you're going to be.
1: Yeah. I had, I had heard a pretty interesting thing and I know it was one thing that I was doing with my bow and I was thinking about it for gun hunting too, uh, was like actually physically going out and trying and like shooting with gloves on and stuff like that. Cause yeah. you don't really think about that. Then all of a sudden you're wearing like, you know, the full, like a Christmas story suit, you yeah. know, and you're, or you're scrapped to a tree yeah. and you don't think about this stuff. And then now you're using a firearm. Maybe it's, you know, You know dark or different conditions and not like dark dark but you know different conditions it's snowing out Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um you know and all of a sudden you're looking at this deer and you've never shot a deer before and it's you know all sorts of stuff going on yeah um so so
0: the other night um my wife and i are going to saskatchewan so the other night we went out to some friends of ours that we're going up there with and we actually set up chairs for the girls with shooting sticks because they're going to be shooting off of shooting sticks okay. and they shot at 50 yards and they shot at 100 yards off a of shooting stick, sitting on a chair so they got comfortable and they got used to the kick of the gun and we had you know a few different calibers okay. and they shot them different calibers so that way they they got comfortable and they understood what worked for them and and what they were going to like right
1: Oh, awesome. So they
0: could be successful when they get up there, yeah. and we're gonna do that, you know, once a week or once every other week until we go up, as you know, as life gets in the way or doesn't get in the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, because shooting at the range is a whole different like it's it's a whole different thing. Well, it's intimidating, but that's a whole other thing <laughs> than you know. I remember my first time turkey hunting was <laughs> it was a whole, it was like a whole thing, right? And then he goes, "All right, get down on your knees and crawl up there and lay on your belly," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm crawling with a gun, you know, and I'm totally out of my element because it's just, you know, me and this awesome guy out in Nebraska <laughs> you know, Mel, he's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And I'm crawling with a firearm and i I mean, I've never done that before. And now I'm trying to lay there with a gun. And that was, I mean, in itself just blew my mind. And I'm trying to lay there with a gun and, and now I'm like, now I have to shoot this thing shoot it in the head. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know and then
0: it's it's a lot when you know yeah. it really is when yeah. you've never done it it's it's a lot to digest yeah. all that and to come out the other end successful.
1: Oh, and yeah, especially with turkeys, that was a, th- a whole thing. They're like, moving the and, whole time. Oh, it's gobbling at me, and we were down in a canyon, so it's just like this turkey's roaring at us. And yeah, yeah and melvin was staying behind me, so he wasn't even by me. So the whole thing was just, <laughs> it was super intimidating and super yeah. way cool, but that was a lot. And it's stuff that you don't really think about. And I'm like, yeah. well, now I, I think about like getting down on my knees and crawling with a gun and. <laughs> And since we've done that and I've been out hunting with him a few more times and somehow always end up crawling around. He calls it slithering. and I end up yeah. slithering around with a gun.
0: That's what Mel does. He's really good at
1: it. <laughs> yeah. So I've since practiced but, that a few times. Talk, but...
0: talk to the guy selling you the gun at the gun shop. Yeah. If you don't like the feel for him, go to a different gun shop. Find yeah, somebody that, that that is willing to help you. Yeah. You know, ask us questions. You know, if you're in Michigan, we can give you recommendations. Maybe we can, you know. Find something in a different state if you need, whatever it may be, um, bow shop, you know, where I go, Boyce, I mean, he's awesome. He'll talk to you about what type of um, what type of uh, broadhead to use. He'll talk to you about what type of arrow to use and why you use them. You know, find that person um, at your local dealer, whether it be a bow or a gun, that yeah. wants to work with you, that wants to help you. Yeah, There are people out there that'll help you.
1: Yeah. I would definitely recommend like being a little bit forward thinking too. I would say that for the reason I, I bought my bow, it was a women's bow. Didn't really think too much of it. I liked it. It was a good size for me. It was a little bit lighter. Um, I did max out on the draw weight pretty quickly. Um, I didn't realize that. And I don't necessarily think that the guy selling it to me thought about <clears> that either so since then i've kind of talked about that with some other ladies because they were just like oh it's a women's bow you know <coughs> so that for was sure. one thing that i i've encouraged other people to think about so uh be forward thinking you know if you're close to that range or whatever it might be um if you are someone who's you know trying to think a little bit more long term mm-hmm. so i encourage that for sure
0: and if and if you're not sure that's what i'm saying like a crossbow yeah it's not going to max out. You get in, you get comfortable, you get used to the sport, you learn more, you, then you get into compound. I mean, there's different ways to enter it. Yeah. It's all good. As long as you're getting involved, it's great. Yeah. In my opinion.
1: Exactly. Well, I know we've talked about it, just being big advocates of no matter what someone's doing, as long as it's ethical and you're getting engaged and getting outdoors, it's great. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're shooting the biggest buck or a spike. If you're compound hunting, your recurve, you know, whatever it is. Let's celebrate each it. other. Celebrate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so important. We want to celebrate each other. We want people to be engaged, you know, tell each other, help each other, answer the questions, ask the questions, be a resource for each other. And, and that's what we want to do and open those doors for each other. Yeah. I think that's really important. Especially when you have someone who's new and getting into it. Like, if you know that they're going to be more successful with a crossbow, don't tell them about how badass a recurve is, you know, and ha- watch the them hardest struggle. Thing to shoot. Yeah, and watch them struggle, not be successful. You know, chances are they're not going to get into it, right? If yeah. they're struggling with it, they can't hit, you know, anything, a target from five feet away, they're going to hate it. Right. But if they can get into it with a crossbow mm-hmm. and be successful for a couple of seasons then all of a sudden they're like, well, man, I want to try it with a compound and keep moving and progressing You know, or change it up. Or maybe they yeah. stay with the com- crossbow for forever. Who cares? You know, but I, I, I feel like I see that a lot where people, you know, don't necessarily listen to what that person's talking about when they're just getting into it. And they're like, oh, well, let me tell you about this really cool, really difficult <laughs> thing that I've been doing, you know, and, then I'll, and you're like
0: i haven't been Uh, hunting for 20 years bud yeah
1: you're (laughs) like i've been just trying to get into it you know like you know like i'm just trying to you know hang like i mean for you like i called you on for like when we were talking about our first podcast i called you because i'm like I'm just trying to get a trail cam pic of a buck and you could have rubbed into my face that you went out and shot, you know, this monster buck. Yeah. And instead, what it's about. Yeah, And instead you gave me just honest feedback of how I could be successful, you know, but instead people don't do that. Um, and I think it's so important. And that's where we need to really realign the conversations that we're yeah, having. That's
0: the whole point of this. That's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's
0: just getting people like, Hey, like, I don't care if you shoot a recurve. I don't care if you shoot a compound. I don't care if you're like whittling sticks in the backyard and you're badass jumping out of trees. Like you're all my people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to only shoot a gun, good for you. If you only want to shoot a bow, good for you. You're not any less to me because you shoot whatever.
1: Yep. Yeah. Just get out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: You know, hunters, we constantly have people trying to take us out and trying to, take away the sport that we love so what in whatever capacity you love being involved in the outdoors there's someone trying to take that away from us so if we don't stick together we got a lot bigger problem than if you shoot a compound or you shoot a crossbow
1: yeah
0: or a recurve
1: yeah, seriously, <laughs> or
0: you throw spears
1: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's so important so no i'm excited um i will plug if you guys have any questions for us please you know continue to reach out to us we're going to be doing this every week for you guys so please feel free to comment on anything Um, of our socials. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, feel free to comment on any of our socials with questions that you might have, or anything that you'd like to hear us discuss. If it's a question that maybe you don't want to publicly post, because you might think it's a dumb question, feel free to direct message us and we will discuss it and get you guys the answers that you need. Um, Awesome. Yeah.
0: Once again, Hunting Truce with Mike D and Carly B. We appreciate you guys taking time out of your day, uh, watching us, and we're here to, to help you in any way that we can. See you next week.